Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Movie Talking. I'm Kieran. I'm Amy. And I'm Rob. And today we've got a very, I say, special edition of Movie Talking. As I am going to be leaving the UK very soon. And I will... <laughs> sound too happy about it, Rob. And I will be going off to live in South Korea for a whole year to teach English. And so we're still going to carry on with the podcast. It might sound a little bit different, but we're going to try some things out and see how it goes. But to celebrate me getting my job in South Korea, we decided to have a look at Korean films. So overall, what did we think? Um, I think the films I've seen before this podcast that are Korean have been better. Um, like Old Boy yes. in particular. And I wish I'd have chosen something different. Well, <laughs> we, we don't we all? We tried to pick films from the book again. Our faithful bible to the podcast, the one plus one movie to watch before you die. But on closer inspection, we realised one or two films might not have actually been in the book. So, well, on closer inspection, only your film was in the book. No, my film's in the book, but my film's not really Korean. Oh, that was the problem. Yeah, yeah. So your film's not in the book. Yeah, your film. Was, so your film was. <laughs> Sorry, in the book. I failed. But I think Amy failed on other <laughs> on other parts. Well, don't feel too bad because now my film is officially out of the ninth edition, but it was previously in the seventh and eighth. So we looked at films that were once or near to being in the book, and um, went from there. We'll start with Rob's choice. My choice. I wanted to see this film for a long, long time as well. Um, I don't know what got me into it. Well, it's your love of westerns, wasn't it? It's beyond. It was before my love of westerns. It always stood out. I don't know if it's because of the very similar title to the famous western, but yeah. The one that I get kept getting confused with, the western? Yes. Well, let's just spit it out, shall we? My film was The Good, The Bad, The Weird from 2008. Um... It's the most recent film that we've chosen as well, isn't it? It is. Yes, it is. It is. And uh, the story follows two outlaws and a bounty hunter who are chasing down a map. Uh, You may think this is very similar plots, and you'd be right in saying it's very similar to The Good, The Bad and The Ugly by uh, the Sergio Weston trilogy. It's essentially the same film with Korean actors (laughs) and... There's a few little different twists. Why are you laughing? Did you not enjoy my film? I did. I think I thought it looked brilliant. It looked great. Some of the stunts were very impressive, but the narrative was very confusing. It was a bit tangled. Even though we knew the narrative, that yeah. was the problem. Do you know what? I mean, you said to me when it started, "Oh, it's an hour and forty-three. It's not that long." My God, that hour and forty-three <laughs> went on for a while. It did. That last forty minutes. Where did that spring up from? You know what? This has the right formula to be a good film, but it just... Because I, they'd done it before. No, not because of that. <laughs> I like the visual style. As I've mentioned during the film, um, it was very. you could see that this film wanted to be quite um, taken probably worldwide, so it's very American style, kind of the opposite to what Quentin Tarantino does by inputting Asian elements into his films and appealing to... A lot more people. It's the role reversal. It's an Asian film inputting American influences, and you can see that. And mm. it just, I just, I really wanted to like it more than I did do. It's going to get a, a solid. It's okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but controversial. Controversial. 
But no, I don't know. I really wanted to like it, and I think I just feel disappointed I didn't like it anymore. Because I love the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> it's the same film up to date, and it's kind of got the quirky Asian feel to it. And yeah, the... it's, it's like a mashup of genres, but it's just not done very well. It's got Asian, it's got comedy, it's got action. It has. Yeah, it there's has. good stunts, and there's some it's stylized, isn't it? And it's got some good costumes. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> that was a plus. Grass great, yeah, great costumes. I like how we've just dived in to try and we know we we all really didn't like it, so we're trying to pick out the positives from it, and there is a lot of positives. It's just it, it's just know. a mess. I don't know. I don't I think mean, it's a mess. It's just it's been done. Maybe that's why. It's just oh, they're going to do a new spin on it, and there was a few different twists in the film. It's quite but violent not as well. It's more violent than the um, it is. Sergio. It, well, it just just felt a little unnecessary, really, as a film because it it wasn't that different. I say, yeah, an interesting fact. How long was it the last time um, a Korean western was made? Oh, it was made in the 1930s. So it's just like, oh yeah, let's do that. Ah, oh, there's a really good one. We could just do that and just change it a little bit. Should we just do that? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, saying that, whenever we see like a decent film from another country the western side always redoes it so it's not like they're the first people to do this yeah i'm not gonna hold on do it well yeah if if we look at wreck and then quarantine in america i totally agree with you kieran the originals are always better and i think we said in our last broadcast like the asian horror films are so much better than the american remakes certainly but i don't know why this one's kind of just it's just so mediocre it's just but with a big budget. Mediocre with a big budget. Yeah, but that's uh, we could say that again for American remakes, can't we? They always have seem to have this big budget, just like... <sighs> and, you know, they're remaking... If we're talking about the complete reverse, they're remaking Old Boy in America. Which and, apprehensive about that one. Yes, and apparently they're changing the plot. So, um. because that plot wouldn't work in America, they've now said, which is what so Rob said ages ago on the podcast... Mm. And so it's probably going to be like a completely different film. So then it's not really old boy altogether. You yeah, know? It's, well, that's, then market as something different, and then but inspired can... by old, old boy. Don't call it old boy. Yeah, exactly. New boy. <laughs> It'll be new boy, wouldn't it? <clears throat> so isn't Samuel Jackson going to be in that as well? He is. Gar- is he Gary meant to be old? Oh, well. Gary Oldman can do no wrong. Or has he turned it down? I, I I only knew about Samuel L. Jackson. I might be thinking of something else. I think I'm thinking of Akira. Ooh, that's for a future podcast as well. But summing up the good, the bad, and the weird, I would say if you haven't seen the good, the bad, and the ugly, the original Sergio with Clint Eastwood film, just watch that because that's part of an excellent trilogy, one of my favourite films ever. There's no real need to see this one, apart from the new stylized version, more up to date. But if it was on TV at like nine and there was nothing else on, and you give, it a, give it a whirl, you but, probably won't follow it very well if it's but, on that late. Yeah, I would say because it's subtitled as well. I know a lot of people feel differently about subtitle film. Um, definitely catch it like that. But yeah, nine o'clock, I would be bothered. I mean, some subtitle films you're fine with because they're done very well. Sometimes you don't need the subtitles. Like Pan's Labyrinth, I often think you probably don't even need the subtitles because you can tell what's going on. I say with your film, I've, I've found it quite well without the subtitles. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. But I do find with this film, don't ever, ever look at your phone because you will be lost <laughs> forever. Yeah. yeah. Resist the urge to reply to that average text. 
I'd watch this average film instead. <laughs> yes. <sighs> I was disappointed. I think it's good, but it's just because I had such high expectations. But there, that's me. That's another bad one by me. Moving well, on. Moving on to an even worse now, Rob, one. Now, Ron, hold on, hold on. It's a bad one by you, but Amy's going to top it off. <laughs> no, I quite enjoyed... Wait. Well, yeah, we'll get into it. I'll tell you why when we speak about your film. Jumping back to 1999, uh, my choice is Takashi Mike's Audition. Now, I know what you're thinking. It's not a Korean film. Well, it's, <laughs> no, it's Japanese. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't think that. Well, until Kieran brought it up. Well, I was reading the book because um, it was in 1001 Films to Watch Before You yeah, Die, says, and I was looking over it. And I thought, God, all these people sound very Japanese. Because on the um, on each film, it has a little blurb about it. It has the director and the stars and everything, and it says the the uh, as well as the year it says where it was made and it says Korea slash Japan so I thought it's a Korean film it mentions Korea it was produced by a Korean company yeah it's a South South Korean production company so it's not technically Korean and I wish that I had um, thought about that a bit more while taking making this decision because um I regret making everyone watch auditions. Oh, I think we all regret it, <laughs> to be honest. Thank God it was the horror season being Halloween. Kind yeah. of fitted into that. So describe the film, maybe. Well, basically, it's um, this guy has recently been widowed and he's worried about bringing up his adolescent son by himself. Um, he has his own video production company and his friend thinks it's a really good idea for him to audition for a new wife. Uh, but he doesn't tell the girls that are auditioning that it's for to be his wife he said there's going to be doing they're going to be doing a new film so um throughout the audition process he meets this really nice young lady um i think she's she's a singer currently unemployed but very nice very pleasant they went on a few dates she had very shiny hair very shiny hair that's what that's what made her stand out from the others <laughs> Key plot point: the shiny hair. So things are going really well between the couple, and he decides to pop the question, and that's where the tone changes. That's after about what forty-five. It's the majority of the film. It's quite slow. It's the moment that they have sex. It just all kicks off. It does. Does and it escalates from quite a nice sort of easygoing plot to this horrific torture just, porn. To be honest, it starts off like a boring drama. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like, what the hell's going on? And it just, everything hits the fan quite quickly. It's, I, I have to say, I've not been so disgusted and actually felt physically sick by a film. I've just gagged since, thinking about something. Um... Since Alien Resurrection, and Alien Resurrection is completely mild in comparison to this. I mean, you say it's boring. There were, every time he rang her, there were sort of little clips of her being a bit of a psycho. Yeah. You see her sort of like the fact that she was just slumped waiting for him to ring her. And there was this bag that kept moving that you just didn't know who not, was in there. Not like a carrier bag, like there. a full-blown sack. sack. Yeah, it was a sack. It wasn't just like a Tesco bag floating <laughs> in the background. <laughs> A <laughs> bag in the wind. 
Uh, I think my problem with the film was it just didn't seem to know where it was going. So the audition part was quite funny, I thought. Mm. They did have some funny little clips, like the montage of all the different auditions from the girls. They were great. Um, I thought her character, the main psycho woman, was just annoying when she was because she was so cutesy. I mean, I don't know how anyone would ever fall in love with someone who was that sickly. And she just didn't say anything on the dates, did she? No. But maybe that's that... what that's what he wanted, someone who was quite passive, but then obviously didn't turn out to be so passive. No. And she stuck needles in his eyes. And other places. <sighs> Used a cheese wire quite... Um, imaginatively. Imaginatively. Oh, yeah. I think, ah. Well, it, it ended up being sort of... It, torture, wasn't it? It was torture. Yeah. It's, just like, it's a sore... Hostile kind of film. The yeah. last just half hour was just revolting, oh, yeah. really, really sadistic and just pointless, unnecessary. And I think what it's a bit confusing as well because obviously it flicks like, was it a dream at one point? Yeah. Halfway through and then jumps back again, and I don't think it adds anything to the film. I think it's a film that just uses shock tactics, mm. tactics to be entertaining, and I don't think it really for me actually hits that entertainment level no it fails completely it kind of was like I'm going to be this is the film talking you know what I'm going to mess with people's brains I'm going to throw it out there just because of the sake of it and not really have a conclusion and it's just a waste of two and a bit hours it was just it, wasn't even, it was less than two hours it felt like more no, it was far too long it was far far too long if you talk about a key scene um, there is one part where she feeds someone sick. Ah, yes. That we have to be... talk about this because Amy's read online that allegedly this sick is real. Yeah. I can't believe that anyone, so. I don't know how much they paid that poor actor in the bag, to eat sick. You just wouldn't do it if it was real. He I'm sorry. He doesn't eat it. He drinks it. Well, yeah, he laps he, it up. He laps it up from a saucer. But you see her physically be sick. And then you're just like, okay, where's the cut? Where's the cut? Where's the cut? Oh my god, he's drinking it. <laughs> and it's just like, that's why I gagged moments ago. I'd like to move on from that. It was I, really. I impressive. don't think if... it could be real. I just, I don't think it could be. How? I, I just don't think it could be. How could you ever do that? So I've, I've just double checked on Internet Movie Database, and it is true. It is the actress's actual vomit just because she insisted on doing it she insisted on doing it because she's a method actress I just, so. just can't believe it I'm sorry it's just if even if it is true and that says it's true so fine it's true but how disgusting there's, there's a line do you really want to go into that deep into a character psyche that you want to throw up and make someone drink it? Yeah. I mean, if I had to throw yeah. up halfway through a scene, I don't think I could compose myself for the rest of the scene. I'd be more, <laughs> I'm more worried about the actor who had to uh, lap it up. Uh, let's just hope she had vanilla know. ice cream. Surely they must have swapped it over. Uh, anyway, enough of that. Enough of it. Well, so, I have to say, not Korean, not nice. No, well, I mean, her... Her career afterwards wasn't that great, so obviously method acting isn't, wasn't hitting the spot for her. In your face, or out your <laughs> mouth. So anyway. So yeah. audition. Well, I don't know. I was quite enjoying it. Uh, and when it started kicking off, getting a bit weird, I was like, here we go. Because it was a horror film. I was like, oh, here we go. 
Here we go. Oh no, straight straight in the deep end. Don't like it. No, no. take it back. Well, well I had armbands, please. I can't swear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, before we started watching it, I had a quick look online, and when I saw that people had passed out and vomited in screenings, I thought, and oh, left no. as well. A lot of people walked out what, of press screenings. What on earth have I got these guys into? Yeah, but only said they walked out. There was a good hour into that film before they walked out. It's not like these modern films that just kick off straight away, don't they? Like the first. 15 20 minutes just all happens. Like they sat there and said, Oh, come on, we're halfway through. Do you want to walk out? Yeah, you know what? It's just, I don't get that. I mean, Japanese are known for liking films with gore and horror and things like that. So it is understandable that this film is a Japanese film and that's possibly something that would really, you know, be liked in the Japanese culture but oh my god just, no, no no I never want to see it ever again well, the only person I recommend this to is someone who likes Saw and Hostel it's and I worse I would say it's much worse or than that or classic human centipede films now it's just like well, it falls into those categories <laughs> doesn't it I, it, oh, I can't comment on human centipede Kieran you've seen the second one how's it oh my god well I don't actually know both made me feel physically sick I still think human centipede 2 is worse okay well, there we go. Unpleasant film. Catch it if you're sicko. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want you to listen to our podcast anymore. <laughs> well, we don't want to offend anyone, but... Well, some people have some particular tastes that enjoy films that make them feel unpleasant. I felt unpleasant and didn't enjoy I, it. So. I still feel very unpleasant thinking about it now. It's because we're circling around that sort Well, of let's stuff. move on. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's pick up so on So Amy failed because it wasn't uh, Korean and it was absolutely horrific. <laughs> Well, I chose it because I thought yours was in the book. If I'd have known that yours was in the book, I'd have gone for something else. So last week it was a razor head. This week it was audition. That what, book what is going to, to be the end of me, honestly. Well, we'll, we'll loosen up the rules for the next podcast. We'll, well, they're already loose. Considering <laughs> the rules are out of the book. We're going to pick a Korean film. I've got a Japanese one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is it in the book? No. You stopped all over the book. Audition was in the book. Yeah, I'm not Japanese. So the only winner. So so already this week I'm the winner. Someone Korean watched it. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Your film, Kieran, was my film was better than the other two films. (laughs) I think we have to say it to start with. I went for Lady Vengeance or Sympathy for Lady Vengeance, which was directed by Park Chan Wook, and this was part of the trilogy with Old Boy. And another film called Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. So what's the order of the trilogy? Old Boy, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, and then Lady Vengeance. Okay. And I really liked it. Basically, the story is about a woman who goes to prison for a murder she didn't do. And then she comes out looking for revenge. And that's pretty much the whole plot. Of Old Boy. Except for a man. Well, they are a trilogy, so they're very similar in the plots. That, <laughs> but I really like this film. It had the same sort of quirky feel that Old Boy had. Mm. I think it's a lot more. Um, it doesn't take itself so seriously. Like there's a lot of amusing uh, stories of her in the prison with her in, with the inmates. Yeah, uh, I quite really enjoyed that. Definitely, I thought that was a lot more easygoing than the heavy hitting Old Boy. Yeah, because obviously Old Boy has a really harsh end to it. Really, mm. yeah. Whereas well, this saying, film yeah, it I would doesn't say, have a harsh end, it's, but it's good. Oh, yeah. I don't want to give too much away, but it, uh, yeah. I would say that it's nowhere near as graphic as Old Boy or violence. I mean, there are some considerable bits of violence in this. 
I would say that it's not quite as graphic as Old Boy. Um, obviously, there's quite a lot of violence throughout it, and the end is particularly violent. It actually switches from colour to black and white, much like Kill Bill does. In the compensate. same way that Kill Bill does, but in this version, it slowly fades, slowly taking out all the colour. It's quite interesting, actually, because... I only noticed it right at the very end, whereas uh, Hawkeye over here, Amy, had noticed it straight from the moment it started. But I was like, oh, it's getting dark in this film. Not pitch black, but just sort of black and white, wasn't it? Mm. It's the way it was going, very monotone. It was very beautifully shot as well. It was just a very nice film. Yeah, it's 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 almost mesmerising. It's just, it is beautiful, even though it has that level of violence and stuff in it. I'd say the tones are quite... Um dark aren't they mm. I'm not saying anything different from Old Boy I was going to say actually I think Old Boy is shot a lot better than this one because there's particularly a few scenes in Old Boy that always went to mind like when he's running down the corridor oh, that's the a building. fantastic uh, scene and the way it's shot is very flat but very stylized. and I didn't really see much it's made very well this film certainly but it didn't have any of those kind of quirky set scenes I quite like, but it's still easily the best film we How can you at. say that with when they had the beautiful image of the dog with the man's face on it in the snow on a rocky course? Oh, I'd block that out. I can't remember that. I watched the whole film. What was that scene? I don't and she know. killed the dog, didn't she? There, there was a little bit of animal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was funny. Bringing it all back. Yeah, I remember that. That was good. Good scene. I thought it was very fluid in the way it was shot. Mm. And I think it was it was very funny, but devastating as well at the yeah. same time. I think these sort of films are a real credit for the industry because I think they are... It was really... It was miles above my and Amy's choices. Mm. And when you compare it to other films, generally, it's just the tone and the standard is much higher than you've seen general Definitely. films. It was very highbrow, wasn't it? It was just... It was something different, but not in a pretentious way that things like Eraserhead were... It was in a way that I think it's universal adult enjoyment, I'd say. Because obviously there was, unfortunately, child murder and other things in the film. Mm. Yeah, the, yeah, the tones were... It, it's strange how like a film like that can be enjoyable when it's centred around these tones and themes that aren't normally... Well, it's even revenge, talking point. isn't it? So well, it makes it a bit more acceptable that it's um, they get, she's getting her revenge. Yeah, certainly. Um, I I also want to say how how excellent she was, um, how excellent the actress was. I think she was a real credit to Korean cinema. She was definitely compared to the other ones we've seen now. <laughs> Just thought she was really good protagonist, and um, hopefully there'll be more female protagonists in Korean cinema because there don't really seem to be any females in the ones that we've seen well when I was looking up and researching a lot about Korean cinema it seems like they enjoy suffering in films especially the suffering of women especially especially especially. (laughs) get my Sean Connery on the suffering of women and that is something that I think is quite evident in their films Mm. you've got things like A Tale of Two Sisters that I have seen that is all about eerie murders and suffering yes and um, I think she played the role very well. She went from being the, the funny one in prison. And there were some really great moments in prison where yeah, they were definitely. very funny. But at the same time, very dark. Yeah, there was... Sort there was, of murdering someone slowly for three years with bleach. She deserved it, though. She did... Well, she did deserve it. Yeah, weirdo. As we've mentioned Old Boy, 
and you mentioned Tale of Two Sisters. Um, the only other Korean film that I can think of at the moment that we've seen is The Host, which is a monster film. Um, I didn't particularly enjoy that. What do you think, Rob? Well, Amy, I think it was very good. It, it was good. I did enjoy it. Uh, there was, it was kind of this film that came out and it was talking about it. It was kind of the first Korean film I think I've seen. Uh, and it was like in all the stores, like, got to see the host, amazing world cinema, see it, see it, see it, on like all those HMV stands. And when we finally saw it, I it was long, it felt long. It's not really a monster film, it's, well it is, but it's more centred around the family and their bond. And I thought it was really good, and I quite enjoyed that. And but, of course we're all forgetting the film Thirst that we watched. Oh, I really liked Thirst. that! Yeah. I really liked that. Although I had, we had to stop watching it because two people who will not be named did not enjoy it as much as I did. Oh, it was so long. Thirst was this film about a vicar that was slowly turning into a vampire. Well, it wasn't slowly, he just was a vampire. And it was just awful. This woman used to just go for runs all the time because she was getting raped at home. Were we going to do that for a different By podcast? a husband who had cancer. I think we were going to review it for a vampire, didn't we? Because uh, it was Abraham Lincoln yes. Vampire Hunter, but then that was so bad we decided not to do that podcast. Vetoed. Yeah. But unfortunately Amy's thirst had slipped through before we had vetoed it. <laughs> yes, I remember that. It was just painful. Oh, I just wasn't in the mood. It. Just, why did mood. you like it? I can't remember. I don't know if it was because of the acting or the style. But I did, there was something that I really enjoyed about it. You're just but not sure what? I'm not sure, no. You're and drawn to it. Was it the relationship between the main man and the uh, woman? Because he had a skin condition, didn't he? He had this... Called being a vampire. No. He, generally, he was ill, wasn't he? He was suffering, and then he became a vampire. Was that the... That was the process of transformation, yeah. wasn't it? I was it? He was ill, and then he had some sort of operation. And then didn't he get... Because he was never bitten, and didn't he get like the wrong blood put in him or something? Well, see, that's the thing. I wasn't even paying attention. I just... I just... Nah. I I might watch it again in the future. I'd written it off for this podcast because I haven't actually seen it all yet. But what I saw, I really enjoyed. It's not fair to really judge it. It's a long one again. This was really long. So that was our podcast looking at Asian film, mainly Korean, with a little bit of Japanese there as well. If you've got any recommendations for us for the next podcast, get us via the email, which is podcast at moviewriting.co.uk our Twitter accounts, or the website moviewriting.co.uk. Thanks very much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. That was Amy, Kieran and Rob. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. And if you'd like to find out more movie news and reviews, please go to www.moviewriting.co.uk. Bye-bye.